Hey, everybody. Welcome to Surface Level, a show that takes a look at society's expectations and rejects the ones we don't see it for, all from the perspective of three Black queer best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today, Jordan, Damon, and I are discussing how if you have the coins, they make it in your size. Is having a social life worth the price tag it comes with? What's the worst financial decision we've made? This is Broke with Expensive Taste. Broke with Expensive Taste. All right, y'all. <laughs> Let's get into this one because, uh, you know, this is going to be a good one. I'm really excited to talk about it. But before we do that, Let's play a little game as it pertains to money. Mm. I want to know what kind of girl are you? Are you a first of all? You are. Are you a Venmo girl? Are you a Cash App girl? Are you neither? Mm. Damon. Venmo. Venmo. Whenever people send me Cash App, I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> Why? I, I understand that. I understand that people look at Cash App like it's, it's for like poor a... people. It's cash. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what do you think? I think that. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I do Venmo. Oh, you do Venmo. And, <laughs> and if you do cash, I'm just like, damn, you need your money immediately? <laughs> like, where is your bank account giving? Right now. So, like, if you can't wait two to three business days, it's almost just kind of like, mm, what well, should you be here? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Oh my God, that's Too soon. Tear some of our you friends know up that be cash shopping us. I mean, listen. You need the you need the funds immediately. Immediately. That seems drastic. Okay, so <laughs> since you're both Venmo girls, <laughs> I'm curious to know what type of Venmo girl are you? Are you charging the girls on site if you pay for something? <laughs> is it the next day, next morning, or is it when you get around to it when you remember? Jordan, let's let's go with you first. I am Venmoing the morning after. Okay. Because um, usually, I- I'm assuming that we're talking about an evening plan, right? It doesn't matter. Don't okay. matter. Um, within it's, 24 it's, hours. It's, it's definitely within 24 hours. <laughs> I want it to be fresh in your mind. Timely. I want you to know that it's there. Um, <laughs> you, you, send a, you hit that remind button? I do hit the remind button if people get, get funny. How many days? Um, it's not really days. It's more so like what your social activity is. If I see oh. that you're on your phone, but you're ignoring my Venmo request, then I'll remind you. It sounds like you need to be on Cash App. <laughs> Why are you running your mouth? You got a point. You got a point. It seems like I need d- different friends. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. Okay, Demond, how about you? Are you charging the girls on the site next day, next morning, or when you get around to it? When I get to it. Okay. okay. Like, child, we've probably ordered enough wine recording this podcast to own a vineyard. Uh, um, you're right about that. And then I'd be like, point. did I charge them for the wine? I don't know. Definitely. Um, Looking for a sponsor, a wine sponsor. Um, love a wine wait, no, sponsor. but Tony, you're not answering these questions. What, what are you giving? Well, I think for me, it's I'm not so precious about it, especially when I know who I'm dealing with. Like you girls, I'm gonna get my money. I'm gonna it's see you when you get to it. It's when I get to it. It really it's is. Three weeks later, it, it Tony could be, be like, th- you know what? Taxi. I'm like Tony. We haven't been on the, in a car in a month. I'd what be like, I forget the charge, and and then it comes back to me. It, and Jordan's very much so like, charge me. I could charge Jordan. At four in the morning, <laughs> after coming back from vacation, yes, and she will respond at that. Mo- she wake up out of her sleep. Well, that was going to be my next question. Get it out actually. of my account. That's the next question for me because I, what? So when confirming payment on Venmo request, 
you know, is it on site? Is it next day? Is it when you get around to it? It's when the cash flow is right. Cause some, okay, Demond. Well, because sometimes it'd be like a big charge. You'd be like, ooh, I got that. You have to wait till the, the first or the 15th or whatever right. the thing is for that. <laughs> right. All right. Well, Jordan, I think we might know what your answer it's is. It's on site. <laughs> I don't owe anybody. I don't owe any of you girls. All of you have your money from me. I don't, I'm not in debt to anyone. Yes. At the corner. Very rich. He gives very much. A Lannister always pays his debts. <sighs> Immediately. She's Cersei. <laughs> right. <laughs> so with money, okay, let's play another quick game because this is fun. So I want to talk about some of our like luxury non-negotiables. And I just want you guys to say whether you can live without it or whether you must have it. Um, but you can't have it all. So keep that in mind. Who can't have it all? You you can't have it all, baby. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get started. Brunch, demand. Oh, I can. I cook my own brunch, child. I can do that at my house. No, I'm good. Jordan, I can do without brunch. I don't need scrambled eggs for thirty dollars. I I don't need I don't need anyone swag surfing by my eggs. Ooh. Or brunch Ooh. that cost me eighty dollars for par- poor food. So <laughs> a party brunch <laughs> takes me out. <laughs> all right. What about gro- my skin crawl? What about grocery delivery, Jordan? Ooh. Can you live without it? I can, but I don't want to. Okay. I I appreciate grocery delivery. Okay. I Dem- like that. Demond? I must have the groceries brought to the door of my home. Ooh. All right. I mean, I cook. I, I like cook, cook. You got a very white woman. That's, the, that's <laughs> typically not your style. It, it's not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but but in real, I cook for real. So, like, dragging my ass down to the grocery store and standing in the COVID lines every fucking week <laughs> is exhausting. Not dragging he my said, ass to the grocery I store. I cook for Demond. You walk into Demond's. I just I prepared a small meal. It'd be a whole Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> Hello? For, for me, I could, I'll go to the grocery store. All right. Laundry service. Can you do with or without Demond? I have laundry in my apartment. Ooh. Very white woman. Jordan? I'm absolutely dropping my laundry off. I can't hang out at the laundromat. Same. I used to get mine picked up. I I, I do the... Oh, you can't even go into I the laundromat. I don't want to go into the laundromat. Well, yeah, I, I get the... I get the. They come to my door and they pick it up and they drop it back So off. I'm the only one that goes actually to the laundromat? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. Oh, work. How about this? Floor seats at a Beyonce concert. <laughs> I have to have... I'm going to go first. I'm going to be I... on the floor. I, don't, I actually went to the first on the run and sat in the nosebleeds and had a great time. Okay. What's a great time? I had a ball. I had an amazing he time. He was there. It was oh. fun. Jordan, you? No. No. I, you can't live without. No, I, I can't go to a concert and look at the Jumbotron. That feels crazy to me. All right. Let's do fast faster pace for the rest of these Uber rides. Jordan? I need them. Need them. Demond? I need them. Same. Ice coffee. Need demand? Um, sometimes I need it on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday mornings is when I have my iced coffee. Every literally, I know you say it quick, but there's a caveat. But every I, I'm in a thing like every Wednesday I have an iced coffee during the week, and then on Saturdays. Oh, you are one of those like <laughs> I gotta have it, and it's gotta be made this way, and then. Well, there's a coffee shop around my house that serves um La Colombe, and it's my favorite. Oh. Okay, well, Jordan, how about you? I don't need it. I can can do without. Because she come to my house and drink up all my fucking coffee. Well, you're right about that. Can I get a coffee? Can I get a coffee? This is not Starbucks. Bring your own fucking espresso pods. It actually is Starbucks. Kind of. Um, How about having the latest iPhone drop the day it comes out? (laughs) I'm good. I I have a 10, so I don't give a shit. Same. I have the the program where I can renew my phone, but I don't need it the day of anymore. When I was younger, sure. Demond? I mean, J- Jordan, you go. I can 
I wait. You are, you are no, you gonna sit here and fucking lie in front of these people. <laughs> you a goddamn lie. I like to have the newest technology. So yeah, I do get the iPhone when it comes out the day it comes out. Oh, okay. Um, no, I have to keep that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get it anymore, but <laughs> designer clothing. Demand. Be careful. <laughs> Definitely be careful. I don't purchase a lot of designer clothing. Here we go. I own a good amount of clothing from designers because of the work I've done. Listen. And I, when I buy clothing, I prefer to buy less and buy good quality that will last me. Come all right, all right, Kelly. On, all right, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> Come on, politician. We, we'll go to uh, Jordan with the Pierre Moss hat on. <laughs> well, it's not mine, it's the mine. So let's get, get into it. Uh, do, do you have a Pierre Moss hoodie? I do. Do you have a Sherling? Um, J.W. Anderson all, coach you just that bought? Was, that was a gift for myself. Oh, 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 I thought it, it so. It was a milestone that happened in my life, and mm, I got that from me as okay. a gift to myself. Mm-hmm. That was not a flip it do you, purchase. Do you have a bunch of Berber? That oh, also uh, was next not case. a flip and purchase. Anywho. <laughs> no, so, yeah. All right. I, I, don't, I don't need, I don't you, need to have don't, that. You don't need it. You I don't need, need to have that. I could do a white tee and a, nice and a blue jean. You know? Okay, I get that. How about designer dogs, the mine? <laughs> <laughs> this is shady. My this. dog has a designer haircut, but he ain't designer. My dog is a hood rat. Child and he didn't. Co- he didn't cost a lot. He wasn't I, expensive. Uh huh. I know that. I know that part. That's that's the truth. You have a show dog. Yeah. You you you, yeah. you have a show dog without paying the show dog money. Yeah. Like he's not it. expensive. He doesn't have a lot. He of He is health. expensive. The outlet. He's but not you, expensive. He didn't cost you. Did you just call my dog an outlet dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's like designer, but also you like you got it at like the outlet. Um, we gonna we gonna keep it moving. <laughs> I'm about to smack. How about how about you, Jordan? What's designer dog? Because you had a French bulldog. I know. Rest in peace. Oh. Um. No, I don't. I don't need a designer dog. Okay. All right. I don't think. Sure. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna do. I want to do two, two, two quick. Two quick. Cute. Other ones. Stuff from the outlet all the time. Girl, we moved on from the dogs. You keep talking about it to me, Tony. That's my child. Because you tried to say outlet. I thought it was like, you that, know what? You thought Let's it was, move on. Yeah, okay. She's trying, she trying to end this episode at 10 minutes about, and 23 seconds. How about houseplants? Mm-hmm. Oh, I Do like, we need it, Demar? Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, just because we've been on the in the quarantine, I need things in my home that bring life and clean yeah. the air. Yeah. How about you, uh, Jordan? I can do without. I'm actually looking for someone who can take my bird of paradise. Is bringing too many gnats into my apartment. Oh. I'm ready for it to go. We not. Uh. Uh-uh. That's not. And cute. I think I can do like a little flower arrangement. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna get? But like I can't do the big plant again. I want to get for my. I want to get like a, a a little cactus. Something you know for something my like room. That. Really cute. Yeah. Child cacti are very expensive. They, Extremely. You, you said a small one. Uh, just a baby one. Oh, baby. like a, a like, tabletop. Like, uh, you want a succulent? Yeah. Uh, su- yeah make, <laughs> oh, it, make, okay. it, make it. Make it nice. Make yeah. it cute. Make it inexpensive. Um, Something quaint. So that was fun. <laughs> that was like, you know, I enjoyed That's that. I got sure. to know a little bit more about what you girls can cannot live without. Um, I gotta live with everything. But here's the jackpot one. Oh, international vacations. Mm. Now, Jordan. Yes. Shoot it to me straight. Yes, I, I need them. <laughs> it's mental health. It's culture. You learn so much. I just, yeah, I need them. Okay, okay. It has to happen. And they don't need to be expensive. You can do something like, you know, cost efficient. All right. I agree with Jordan. Yes. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Y'all won't get that again. Yes, this that was that was nice. I agree with you guys, actually. Like, 
I, I could I could do with them, but I don't I don't need them too frequently. It's just nice, like once a year, maybe twice. I you mean, know. what's the alternative? Baltimore. Oh, no, right now he should go shade uh, cities again. He said that you guys that was that Jordan. was Jordan. That was Jordan Hassan Randall. <laughs> First of all, let's not do that. <laughs> Wait a minute, full government. Let's, let's right hold. Now. Let's hold that maybe into the last episode. The girls are going to put you on. Here we Google. are. Anywho, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so when we think about um, just like money in our uh, community is black people, is black queer people, and like as professionals, everyone talks to us about generational wealth and creating a thing for ourselves. But a lot of us didn't grow up with that. We didn't grow up mm-hmm. with really knowing. Um, what true wealth was so like you see it in media you just see people having a obsession with things and a quick gratification of things um do we think there's too much focus on kind of the instant gratification of certain things uh jordan maybe let's start with you absolutely hmm. i think that there's like an obsession with having material things and i'll admit like being in new york and sort of just like being in an environment where people are exposed to so much, people have access to so much, you want to feel like you can also join in in that experience. But I feel like I always sort of like think of my mom in the background. Mm -hmm. Like my mom was very, very hardcore budgeter. Like, and I'm, I'm that, but she still thinks I have work to do. (laughs) So let let me have a talk with Teresa because I think you're on your game. Hello. I talk to my mom all the time, and she's just like, what's your savings looking like? Are you saving? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Teresa's like, like, you didn't need to eat today. <laughs> why are you always going out to eat? Like, it's it's <laughs> constant. So, like, I I feel like for me, like, I would fall into that media trap of being, like, you know, of the jewelry and mm-hmm. of the clothes and, like, the, the places to live and all those things but I, I always keep my mind in the background because I know how much she sacrificed mm, in order yeah. for me to be able to be in New York and do my thing so mm-hmm. um, I feel like media plays a huge role and also I just feel like we're three gay black men I think that our um, representation in media also is very very narrow I think it can stand to be a little bit more broad yeah. I think that when you see people like us who are successful you see like stylists you see makeup artists you see stuff like that and they a lot of times the people that we see that are most prominent in our communities are very celebrity adjacent Mm. and because of that i think that because of that we made this podcast (laughs) exactly (laughs) because you know the corporate girls need love too um but like because of that i think that it's normal like you you see that you want it yeah and i just feel like if we had a broader representation of us, like it wouldn't be that way. Yeah. So it's it's, it's kind of unfortunate, but I think that media does play a, a huge role, like yeah, in how you see yourself and where you see yourself. Tell right. Me. I I something that Jordan just said um, was a part of exactly what I was going to say. When people, the the role of media is very tricky, and I think having worked at a life, lifestyle brands. I know one of the things that we target are certain audiences who, when, when you they see stuff, they want to do it. So it's like people tend to try to, like if you see something on TV, you see a watch you, that your favorite person is wearing, you see what a car, you want to mimic that or you feel like that status, I need to get that. Um, so again, I think people, they want to do what they see, try as they might. 
you know, we're around a lot of people who I feel like it's all for, like, what is that for? Uh, and it, people feel like they have to have the latest drip, you know, the latest trend. And I am always like, why do I need to have the Kamala Harris fear of God hoodie? Oh, oh my goodness. You know, I don't need that. You know, uh, why I've, do I I've, have I've, to have the, the Telfar? Did, did I say it right? Oh, that Ooh. wasn't expensive, baby. Why do I have? Oh, okay, well, so I didn't say it was expensive. I said it was trendy. But why so do Tony's I don't? Reading it's, it's both a, it's Demond and I. Listen, you know what? Hello. Because I do have the fear of God, Kamala hoodie, and <laughs> right. Demond has the tell far pad. Oh, I, did, I didn't. Wait, so so that's what we're doing today. No, I'm saying mm. you do anything for clout. Oh, let me change my Ooh. notes. Um, but it's right. very much so like a status symbol, and I don't personally. I think those things are nice, like. When Demond brought his his bag over, is given. Oh, bitch! But let me. I like that. I'm sure the hoodie's great quality. But <laughs> we could. <laughs> we could. I could put Kamala on. Uh, we we have merch. Actually, thing. go go to the shop at <laughs> the shop at surface level. Get you a get you a, a a shirt, a mug, what have you. But I just think that media really it's a it's a mind fuck, and it's a thing that you know people will see and actually. Feel like I have to have that in order to fit in, or it's it makes it's a status symbol. I think, Demond, did I say too much? Well, did I, I didn't expect to start my to my notes off this way. Oh, but first of all, Telfar is a black queer owned brand that their mission is to promote inclusivity among all types of people. So therefore, they create merchandise that is not very expensive that all people can be a part of the community, and I think it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. I think it's lovely to support Black-owned, Black-queer-owned business. Um, I love And that. for me, that is a wonderful thing that should not be shaded. <laughs> it's um, not shade. And I it's also think it's shade. lovely for Jordan to support a Black designer in supporting the first Black woman who is on a major party ticket as a vice presidential nominee. Um, Listen, it's all amazing. Next case. It's all amazing. Um, <laughs> all amazing. Anyway, but what I was going to say before, Miss... Beautiful gowns. Miss Germaine tried to read the girls, um, was that I think we also have to give people space in wanting a little piece of something. I think that we are a culture who has been talked down to, looked down upon, not given anything for 400 years of slavery. We've suffered yeah. through the entire civil rights movement. We've tried to claw our way back into being in these spaces May they be creative, may they be corporate, may they be entrepreneurial. And I think that, yes, like, sure, you may make a, a, raw, a, a, a tough financial decision, but like, you know what, I want to buy myself a beautiful leather bag or whatever the thing may be. But after all that shit, don't people deserve a little bit of something? Like, yes, you deserve. And, and, and without like, and, and yeah, like maybe you shouldn't spend yourself into a space where like you homeless and sitting in a car surrounded by Birkins, but house poor house right or your house poor but mm. like there there should be like like as black people let's let, give ourselves a little bit of room and space to like have a little something nice child we have for generations all these girls we work with their mama passing them down furs and things i, I mean <sighs> I, I i i think it's right i think that's very beautiful i think <laughs> we we deserve nice things we work very hard and we all we always say that to ourselves like get that buy that ring like do that like Go on that trip. But I do think Jordan kind of said it a little bit. Like, at what at what cost? Yeah. And to what end? Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and, and like, maybe it's about... And what is it for? 
But like, and, and that's a good point. Like maybe it's about the motivation. Like is the motivation for you to reward yourself for hard work or mm-hmm. is it to fit into like some larger social social setting that we have living in New York City? Because mm. like sometimes that can be a lot of the pressure that motivates people to like go after and buy certain things. Facts, um, so facts. Tony, since you're so hot on the mic today, I'm not hot on the mic. Oh, don't do oh, that. Oh, you are. Don't baby. do that. Yes, you are. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> she, she, she's she's not Switzerland anymore. Don't do it. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to season two. Season two. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, what do you think about just like the price of being social in New York? Yeah, I I think. Uh, it's a bit, it feels sometimes like work, like being like a hamster on a wheel, <laughs> trying to play catch up, struggling to get ahead and, you know, taking five steps forward or two steps forward and going five steps backwards. Uh, there's always things going on here. There's always somebody's birthday. There's always a brunch. There's always something going on, a trip. And it always, you want to do all the things and, it's it kind of you you feel stifled you feel like i can't in order for me to get to where my destination is sometimes i feel like i have to pull myself all the way out and be recluse and then it becomes a thing of like hey stranger which i hate don't do when that people say that hate it i can't stand it don't ever say that to me oh. um <laughs> but you've been warned <laughs> I, I, it, it just, it feels like what, how do I allow myself to exist and be social? I am a social person. Like people that know me will hear that and be like, Tony's always doing something, not always doing something, not true. That's a lie. I, but I do do things with the people who like you guys, if people see me with you guys, like we're sensible, you know, we sit down, we have wine, we, we will do dinner, we'll cook, we'll, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it's really hard and, and. I don't know that the that it's always worth the price of being social and trying to be doing everything that there is to do in New York City and feel like I have to do these things because if I'm not social, then why do I live in New York? I right. could live in Atlanta and have a house and be married and a child and a you know you could also and a go state, to, actually. to the club and fight because that seems to be what's happening. Well, you know they like mm. to fight in Atlanta. <laughs> I, I I don't have hands so. It was, was the juice, was the so peach, New York. Was the peach worth the squeeze? <laughs> was the peach worth the squeeze? <laughs> no. So yeah, I I think that it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, but Jordan, let's let's hear what you have to say about it being worth the price and social, like having a social life in New York City. I think being social in New York is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, to do what we do. Yeah. Um. We work in creative fields, um, lots of personalities. Um, and even I'm just thinking about like even when I give advice, like when I speak to like um, new people in the industry or interns. Yeah. You just or did a panel, students. right? You just did a, a panel for. Yeah. For like uh, for Baruch College. Yeah. Um, but even even in those moments, I always give advice and I'm always just like make sure that you're making relationships with people. Yeah. Cause, and I said this at some point in season one, but like, it is so important to have those personal relationships mm-hmm. when you um, are looking for an opportunity to grow or looking for an opportunity to move up or an opportunity to pivot. Like those relationships are paramount. And I think that a lot of the times 
those relationships become solidified when you have the opportunity to go out with them outside of the office. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I won't get into Tony's situation, but like he's had opportunities come up with people who he's met outside of the workspace and yeah. have mm -hmm. gone to like dinners and yeah. house things and right. plays and stuff like that. And had he not do those things, I'm not sure that he would be considered for these opportunities yeah. that were given to him before. Right. And I just it, want to chime in really quickly because that's like when, you know, the white people are going to golf and like they're the networking. This is this is our version of that. Yeah. Exactly. And it's super important what Jordan is saying. Exactly. So I think it's absolutely necessary. I think it sucks. I think that um I think that there needs to be a lot of boundaries created around it. Mm -hmm. Like everybody does not deserve your time and one hundred dollar dinner. Hello. Um, you need to understand when somebody is a dinner and when somebody's a coffee. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll put that on a shirt. Because <laughs> seriously, but like, I feel like it's I, I feel like it's necessary. Um, I I I just think that people need to be a little bit more mindful about it because it can take up so much of your disposable income right. which should be used towards creating a safety net for you because so many people in new york don't have any savings i mean and it's so crazy and it's like you're not doing it because like you're going on vacations with loose friends and <laughs> you're like doing trips with people who you don't really care about all in the effort to maybe be cool with them to maybe get an opportunity in the future and it's just like you're misguided right and you're not targeted in in your approach everything in moderation right and don't spend quality time with minor people mm -hmm. hello and i think it's also it's in like to jordan's point it's important to be invested in the types of people that can grow with you yes. like so like i've managed people or been a manager for like let's say like the last five years and whenever i'm talking to people that report to me and building a relationship with them that's not just like do this i need it done it's where do you want to go right and i think that those social interactions make you click a bit more mm -hmm. they're the things that like i got laid off earlier this year and it was just like okay what does my network look network look like who can i call on and through like people I knew like it put me in front of certain individuals to get interviews to get have conversations and from informative ones etc and figure out what my next move would be I would also say that when you think about like the cachet and like our social settings one of the things that is even valuable within our own social community I would say it's really motivating yeah um so like for me I was laid off and I was still hanging out with my 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 group of friends and like it's one of those things where, like, I wouldn't say that my friends are the type of people that would have thrown me away had I gone, like, six <laughs> months and be like, girl, you can't afford to do this. God bless, because that's not every friend group. Hell, yeah, and, and, and I would in say New that York, I've, you would get dumped. Hello. Yep. And, like, and for me, I feel like I've been surrounded by amazing people who have, like, I had friends that, like, even weren't less close than you guys are to me. It was just like, hey, are you fine with your rent? Like, do you need help with And like, that's the biggest expense New Yorkers have. Mm -hmm. And people that I would never thought to just like come to me privately and be like, hey, like if you really need it, we got you. Right. But like the point being that being around certain people, you go like, you know what? I can't get 
too like lackluster. I can't get too comfortable. And it's just like, I'm going to wake up every day and try and figure out the thing because the people around me are doing such amazing things. And it makes me want to continue to do things. And it's not just about even just the money. It's just about seeing like the motivation. It's about seeing the, um, the will to succeed. Right. Um, it's about seeing people like ourselves who didn't come from a lot of money trying to do things in their lives that are different from their parents, are different from their grandparents, are trying to be the first in their... All, all of us are oftentimes the first in our family to do most of the things we do. And how how important is that? Because I think we're the type of friend circle where when you guys win, I win. Hello? And vice versa. And I don't... I think that is such a monumental thing that we don't look at each other and get jealous, you know, when someone yeah. gets a promotion or when someone's doing good and be like, look at this bitch. She thinks she all that. Hello. We're like, <laughs> we you like, are, you are all that. You slay. <laughs> right. And now I'm going to get my shit together. Right. Shit's together, but I'm going, like, it makes you step up. And that goes for, if you lose a job, like, to be around a circle yeah. of people who motivate you is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's funny that you brought up, like, if you and I win. So let's maybe take it the flip side. Mm. Because so, when I lose, do you lose what? No, oh, no, baby. <laughs> you, you lose all you want, but we're going to be all right over here. You're on, you're on, you're on the winning team. But, huh? but, but in your own person. I'm to get with the people I need to get with. You better get with some other people. Okay. Um, get your team together. <laughs> <laughs> but in your own life, Tony, um, what's the worst financial decision you've made? Oh, I hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Huh. made many a bad decision. Um, and kind of like Jordan, a lot of my, you know, knowledge and information about how to budget and how to how my relationship with my money does come from my mother. And a lot of the things that she told me growing up were things that may have went in one ear and out the other. And then later on in life, I, ha- you know, went through a rough patch and was like, Mom, your ass was right. Like, <laughs> mother's intuition. You is, never, is that how you said it? Don't play with that. Well, you know, now I can say that. <laughs> I have a different relationship with my mother now. Yeah, I don't um, think I'm calling Annette and saying that. Well, I ain't going to say your ass, but your ass okay. was right. <laughs> Listen, and I, but I also love the realization, like, wow. You know, sometimes you got to learn things for your own, even when you have prior knowledge and information. But knowledge is only power if you use it. Hello. Uh so I think when I was very young and got my first job out of college, first full-time job, I was, you know, hired at CNN, you know, and I, I, it was larger than life for me. And all I wanted was a new car. And Ooh. I said that when I get, Ooh, I remember the car. The when car I, fun. yeah, when I get Please, my first job, I'm going to get me a car. And so what I did was I didn't tell anyone in my family. I got this job. I went straight to the dealership. I got a, Three series BMW convertible, hard top. It was the bee's knees. It was, and I was she what twenty two. It was cute. She was fun. I was twenty two. We had, we had, we had a good time. It was like it was like a, a brown, like a, a, a caramel interior, very wow. like sultry and sexy. It was like a blue exterior, right? It was. Like it a, was. I think it was. It was black. I thought it was black. It was black. Was it black? It was yeah, like black yeah. exterior. We used to let the top down. We let the top down. We Going to culture club. Up to the club. Culture Club in New York. Shout rest out. in peace. Um, rest in peace. But you know, the it, it was a it was not a wise decision. I leased it. Thank goodness. You don't need a car in New York City. So, and I was right. living in the Bronx with family still, and so there were certain things in place that allowed me to be able to make that bad decision and um, learn and grow from <laughs> it. You know, thank God. Uh, 
but I think that for me was something where, and my family didn't, they didn't get on me for it. They were like, you know what? Like, kind of like what you said earlier, the mom is like, you just, we deserve a piece of something. Mm -hmm. And so get you your piece of something. And if it was a bad decision, you learn from it and you grow. And so thank goodness I was able to, you know. Child, making that one bad financial decision ain't going to kill you. Right. It's like get a little piece of something, Jeff. Right. Right. You, we, we live here. We have one life to live. We have one life to live. So right. let's live in this moment. And not every what? moment. Not every moment. But like a moment. Right. Some. Because if we want to leave this <laughs> recording session and go out and have a drink at, you know, see, we could do that. Yeah, here we but, go. Oh, uh, too much? Less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jordan, let's. I'm very curious to hear about. Mm. You know, you're the you're the budget maestro. I am in the group. So, do you even make bad financial decisions? Like I did. I thought you were perfect. I did. I did make a uh, a less than great purchase decision. Um, I so I broke a lease of my apartment that I was living in, um, that I was very comfortable in, and I moved into a new upscale brownstone exposed <laughs> brick central air central heat a like washer and dryer in unit terrace that's very you brownstone building yes. uh, apartment and um it was against my better judgment I, I i felt like it was one of those things where i was just like i don't need to do this um mm. i was convinced to do that apartment <laughs> and um it was it was one of those things where I was just like I did the apartment I broke my lease I, I got out of it like scotch free thank god but got there took out a personal loan to be able to like fund moving into that apartment and then didn't stay in it that long mm. um because of the situation that it gave I was there with a partner so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and we decided to part ways in the middle of the lease. So that was a thing that I definitely took a lot of time rebounding from. I had to like really get serious about my finances. I think that you guys probably both can attest to the fact that I was like on a serious budget yeah. shortly after I moved out because I was just like, don't invite me to anything. Don't take like we're hanging out in my apartment drinking. I think you still like that. Twelve still like wine. that. I don't get <laughs> it. Twelve dollar wine. What? Like, can we go out and get water? No, it's not in my budget. I, we got I, water I, in I, the I, house. This is my favorite life. I can't spend money. I can't spend money. <laughs> That's what he says. No, I can't. You know, not if I want to still go on my vacation in December. Listen, but like I try to be more like you every day. <laughs> every day. But that was that was a decision where I was just like, oh, like I could have probably like thought that through a little bit more and maybe put some things in place so that maybe like I could have moved in when I was a little bit more prepared financially. Mm -hmm. Like I just I think in the future I wouldn't like rush my like process in in terms of things that I want because mm -hmm. I wanted the apartment. The apartment was gorgeous. You guys seen the apartment, right? Once. But it was it was really beautiful. It was really beautiful, and I loved it. But it was just, it wasn't the right time for me. But mm -hmm. I, what what I'm hearing also is that your it's like mother's intuition. We everyone has that like gut moment where. And you going into it, you mm -hmm. kind of told Damon and I like you knew you were supposed to be in an apartment. I don't know if I should. I don't want to do this. Uh, why? But I'm not doing this. I think for love, you made a decision, and 
a lot of people make decisions out of love. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's although it may, may have been a bad uh, financial decision, it was a human decision. Yeah. And you learn from it. It was the right decision in the moment, in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. You needed to learn but it, something, but it wasn't. It what in terms of like my actual credit score? <laughs> Stop. And like my <laughs> actual. That's not like, the only thing to value. Huh? That's not the only thing you need to evaluate your life by. I know. I said it was a great human experience. Yeah. I know. It was what something you needed to go. Through. <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of the money, I was just like, mm, I could have probably saved for an extra year before moving into something like that. Um, and then you may not have still been in that relationship, and Ooh. you know. Next, next. Because case. if the girls don't know, if you move to New York, you need to have thousands upon thousands upon ten thousands of dollars to move into anywhere At into least. New York. So imagine breaking your lease and trying to move somewhere else. It was a fiasco, and now um, no more fiasco in the black. So that's good. Well, they don't have any more um, realtors fees for renter rental apartments. They absolutely they made that a law, right? Or no, they don't. That's a new law. Everything's no fee. They're, everything's no it's fee supposed now. Supposed to be for rentals. Everything's I look no at apartments fee. Apartments today. What? Yeah, you moving? No, I always look at the, at apartments. Oh. Everything. With the girls you had, well, if they so, try yeah, to charge you a fee, it's illegal. Yeah, just see what the, the market is. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they don't charge fees for rentals anymore. No. No. Mm. There was a, a law. Yeah, there was a law that we got passed well, like last year because they were they were stealing. It's kind of like how, how, the how, how these companies aren't supposed to ask you what you made Ma- at your previous right. job, right? And they just were like, "Well, what is how would you like to make?" Don't ask me that dumbass question. A million dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, what was I say? My worst financial decision is yeah. Let's see about you, Demond. I mean, it was very similar to Jordan's. I think I was in a former partnership. Um, I got into a space where, like, a lot of the financial onus in that relationship fell on me, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Like, life happens to people, and, like, if you have a partner, like, maybe you support each other in one way or another. But the problem is that our lifestyle didn't really adjust yeah. um, to reflect two people living on one salary versus two salaries. Um, and I made a bunch of dumbass decisions that I am still paying off. So Again, out of, <laughs> out of love... You and, abandoned mm. me. Love, love and don't war. live here anymore. Love and war. <laughs> but no, it, it, I mean, it was a thing that I learned. It was a thing that I won't do again. And yeah. What was, what was the purchase decision, though? Um, A lot of like still vacationing, still like going out with our friends in the same way we would go out. That's expensive. But like if I go out and spend like $40 because we have drinks versus $80 because two of us are having drinks. Shit like that adds up. 100%. Um, Got it. And... T&E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Travel just and like, entertainment. Right. And just like, <laughs> even just like our house bills and things like, that adds up when one person is doing it. Right. Yeah. Even if you like live in, like I've never lived in like some crazy expensive apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, Like they've all been quite reasonably even my current apartment like we were joking in an, another episode about my like laundry and the union and stuff but like my apartment's not expensive for like what harlem cost right um but yeah it what just wasn't smart decision making on my part well you live and you learn you live and you learn um and i think at this point the goal is to figure out what what boundaries do you have like what what 
uh, maybe Jordan, like we start oh, back over with you. Like, what are the things where you're just like, no more of that? Absolutely not. Um, so I think I touched on it a little bit earlier in this episode, but I don't really, um, I don't really commit to certain plans. So if you are texting me and you want to hang out and do dinner and stuff like that, I'm usually unavailable. Um, I have a daily budget. So for example, for today, I have $40 to spend. Um, that was the allotment that I gave myself. People can't just text me and intrude on that and be like, let's go out to dinner. Because no, that's right. if I go out to dinner, it's $100. So it's just like, I can't next week. So I feel like I've created boundaries. And it doesn't work for everybody because, like, you know, people are like instant gratification. They want to hang out now. Mm. They don't want to wait until next week. And I'm just like, I can't be a part of that. So I, I feel like I've made it very clear to people in terms of like scheduling mm-hmm. that like we need to plan things out in advance. I think that I make very special occasions um, for people who I feel like I don't get to see often. Mm-hmm. People who may be like traveling into New York that I don't see often or people who are like that I know are very senior in their career that may like not have as much free time. I'll take my time for that. But people who I know who are just like super accessible they they live around the corner from me and they just want to hang out. It's just like less. Let's let's put something on the calendar and let's figure it out and then I'll just make sure that the days around that I'm doing the minimum. Right. So, I just think that like I plan my things out and I just don't allow myself to have too many plans in a single week. Mhm. Mm. Tony. Uh I I don't know. I I'm I'm going to take a book out a page out of Mother Maxine Walters' um, book. Waters. Waters. Take a, I'm going to take a page out Bar- of Mother Maxine. Barbara Wa- Maxine. Waters. Ah. Walters. And Barbara Waters. Walters. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to reclaim my time. Mm. Reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. And I reserve the right to say no. Hello. At the end of the day, I, I, I got I to gotta separate business from everything else. And just be like, treat it like business and take that emotion out. If a friend gets sad or upset or they feel like I'm trying, I always try to hang out with you and you're always like, well, that's because I'm trying to get to the next level. I'm, I can't do everything. I have to put some guardrails on myself as a social person. Absolutely. I want to do this. I want to be there. I want to have a good time. But if every time you hit me up, I decide to engage and go out, like Jordan said, it's $100. I don't care. You can't blink in New York City. I can't leave the house without spending $50. You cannot there's, there's blink. A, there's a cab. There's a, there's a, there's a meal. There's drinks. And, and you know, God forbid you have a good time because then you're ready to like. And then it's just like, fuck it. Right. No. So I just think that being okay with telling people no and also being okay with not being at everything. I think you, there's a big... Except the FOMO. There's an, there's an exceptional rate of FOMO in 
a city like this one, and I don't even want to be at every every place. Oh my goodness, I don't. So you know, I always tell you guys, I'm sitting at home minding my business. But a lot of times now, what I love about living in Harlem in the central area is that friends will come over with a bottle of wine, or they'll come over with you know. That's the goal. That I love that. That's mm-hmm. the goal. I love come that for over. me. Let's I love watch, that for me. Let's watch TV and actually talk. I can't Hello? talk to you at this restaurant that's yeah. all loud, and we over yeah. here drinking these seventeen dollar cocktails. Why? Right. And do right. we, and then it's like, are we not creating any memories? I want to create memories. I want to have moments. I'll remember the time you came over with that bottle of wine, and we actually had you really went there Gaga. you really went there Gaga. we had an emotional <laughs> conversation we end up crying next thing you know it's like whoa we learned so much more about each other or we really got to hear each other yeah it's important demon i mean what about you it's funny my, you took my answer but my, ans- my answer was saying no okay which i've never had a problem with sure we, we know you don't have a problem with telling <laughs> people now but it's just like i don't need to go to every trip every dinner every drinks Definitely don't need to go to every party. Um, and I think that even more so in the space of COVID and talking about personal spaces, I've like built my house out to be the place that makes me the most happy. A sanctuary. Yeah. So like That's it important. makes me most happy to like invite a very small group of close friends. So like don't think everybody's invited to my home. Ooh. Um a small group of close friends yes. over. Move that bang out the way while you say that. Hello. Yeah, bang, <laughs> Y'all can't bang, see yeah. me moving this bang out the way while he <laughs> says that. But, but but in real life, like I, I would I I like to cook for people. Like I I would I would love to be like, hey, come over for dinner and bring a bottle of wine. You make and an amazing like, husband. Oh. Let's get married. That's just uh, I just fuck Maybe. it. Fuck it. All right. Oh my God, Tony proposed. I'll I propose. I'll be the what you call it that says the things that the um. You be the, the flower girl. girl. <laughs> you be the flower, <laughs> flower girl. Yeah, you can't, girl. Ain't nobody letting you marry them. You're not the officiate. Can, that's what it is. I'm like, what is it called? You don't know Jesus. Oh, um, I know some. I know some gods. Not <laughs> 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 right now. <laughs> not in my holy house. Um, but no, I I, I like that experience. It's smaller, and it, and in real life, even outside of you guys, it's it's brought like a couple of people here and there around that I've gotten the chance to know and talk. Especially because like even like my house specifically, like you, my house is never the turn up. You are coming over. It's gonna be dimly Unless candle lit, and we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna get rowdy at any point, okay. and that's what you're gonna get. I love that for you. Love that absolutely for me. <laughs> all right you guys um that's all the time that we have this week let's keep the conversation going though let us know your thoughts and questions at surfacelevelpodcast.com and if you enjoyed this discussion please rate review and subscribe you can stay updated by following us on instagram and youtube at surface level podcast and remember stay curious stay curious